Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 110, and I am here solo today, and I am walking you through our unique belief in fitness. Now, before we dive into that conversation, let's just cover a few current events that you're probably interested in because we are interested in them. Uh, but starting with pop culture, then we'll move into business and finance, and then we'll transition into fitness and nutrition. So with pop culture-related shit, number one, if you are a Harry Potter fan, you're probably losing your damn mind because the Harry Potter 20th anniversary reunion, which I think the subtitle is Return to Hogwarts, is streaming on HBO Max on New Year's Day, which we are Harry Potter fans, so we are stoked to watch that. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the Friends reunion because that's on a whole nother level, but I think it will still be an entertaining show to check out. But that is streaming again on HBO Max on New Year's Day. Number two, Spider-Man No Way Home scored the third biggest box office debut in history, which I think is pretty insane because I feel like I lost track of Spider-Man after Tobey Maguire quit being the main character. And if that's not his name, then I apologize, but I think that's his name. Those are the last Spider-Man movies I watch. I haven't even seen any of the recent ones in the last 10 years. So that had the biggest, third biggest, box office debut in history at $587.2 million. Do you want to know what number one and two were? So number two was Avengers Infinity War. That grossed $650 million. And then number one is Avengers Endgame. That grossed $1.2 billion in its box office debut. So pretty insane, pretty awesome for Marvel there to have the top three spots. In the business and fi- finance world, inflation is at an all-time high 6.8%. So let's break down exactly what that means, what that looks like. So that's the highest in more than three decades. Gas alone, gas prices alone have rose over 58.1% in the past 12 months. Groceries have risen 6.4% over the past year. Specifically, if you break that down, meat and beef, just chicken, poultry, eggs, that's risen 12.8%. And then beef itself is 20.9%. So just general day-to-day goods that you buy at the grocery store have increased dramatically. I'm sure you've probably seen that in your bill. And then Real wages are actually down 0.4% this year, meaning inflation is outpacing the increasing household income. So if you get a raise this year, 
there's a good chance that it doesn't even cover the inflation rate, and so you're still actually losing money. So pretty devastating news there, but that's what we've got going on. And then in the world of fitness and nutrition, you're probably getting hit with every single fad diet and gimmick that is out there because it's that time of the year. Everyone is trying to hunt down and harp on anyone who may be vulnerable and may be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe gullible enough to fall for these fads and gimmicks that are out there. You know what I'm talking about. The 30-day transformations, the 60-day shreds, the new year, new me bullshit. All of those are out there to reel you in and get your money because they know that when the new year strikes, you want to get back into the swing of things because right now you might be on cruise control so watch out for all of the fads and gimmicks that are coming your way i think that about wraps it up for current events again that's like a newer shit segment on the show so if you like it great send us a dm let us know if you're like hey that shit's boring i don't care about it at all cut it from the show send us a dm and let us know that that's the only way we can improve it so now let's get into the conversation and that conversation is our unique belief in fitness so I'm gonna start this with posing a question to you and that question is what's the most efficient and effective way to achieve your fitness goals is it CrossFit is it Orange Theory is it standard sport performance style training is it bodybuilding our opinion is that it's none of the above so let me provide some context for the conversation I've coached full-time since 2012, so I've been in a multitude of different arenas, including Division One Strength and Conditioning, high school sport performance, CrossFit, corporate fitness settings, personal training. I've even coached at Orange Theory and seen their model, and in that time, in that experience, I have identified things that work well, things that don't work so well, things that I would change to be to create a more efficient and effective program, things that I would steal because they lend to being efficient and effective training methodologies. And as a culmination of all of that experience and knowledge, I have come to the conclusion, we, Ash and I have come to the conclusion that the most efficient and effective way to achieve your fitness goals is interval training. Now, it's important to note that I'm saying interval training and not high intensity interval training or HIT. Those are not the same thing. Just because you're interval training doesn't mean you're engaging in high intensity exercise every day. So before we dive into this conversation or before you send us a DM saying, well, that's not true. You can't train in high intensity every day. That's not what we're saying. We are saying that interval training is the most efficient and effective way to achieve your fitness goals, and we're about to dive into why that is the case. So, number one, the clock controls the stimulus. Now, don't get me wrong. There are other factors to consider in your training for sure, such as load, volume, intensity. You can even talk about equipment um, and the different modalities, but... In general, we believe that the clock, meaning work-to-rest ratios, is equally, if not more important, than all of those other factors combined. So if that's the case, and that's what we believe, how do you apply interval training to things like bodybuilding or sport performance or general physical preparedness, GPP-style training, think like CrossFit and mixed modal training, 
how does that work? How can you apply the concepts and methods of interval training into those different areas or realms? So if we break this down, there are things that have been proven by the research. There are evidence, there is evidence that supports a large chunk of the fitness industry, right? Specifically, the sets and reps that you should train for, for specific outcomes, the amount of rest, the loading, the volume, all of these things have been shown in the research and proven to be true. So if we just accept those as fact, then it becomes, okay, what can we do to ensure that those factors are accounted for and still utilize the concepts and methods of interval training to achieve the desired outcome? So if we break this down into each category for hypertrophy, meaning like muscle building, we know that 60 to 120 seconds is the ideal amount of rest to promote those adaptations. We know that 60 to 70, or excuse me, 67 to 85% is the approximate loading that you need to generate those adaptations. If you don't know percentages, just think an RPE of six to eight. We know that six to 12 plus repetitions is the ideal number of reps per set. And we know that for hypertrophy, accumulating 10 to 20 sets per week per muscle group is an ideal amount of volume to generate hypertrophy or muscle growth. So knowing that all of that is true, how do we utilize interval training in order to achieve hypertrophy? The answer is that you create an interval that allows you to have that adequate amount of rest, that allows you to move loads that are within that range, and that allows you to complete the number of sets and reps that you need in order to achieve that result. So it's all about re-engineering, taking what we know is fact, and then applying interval training to that knowledge. So for example, with hypertrophy, a lot of our programs center around the two-minute interval. The reason that we utilize the two-minute interval is because, let's say you're doing 10 repetitions per set, which is a very common rep scheme when you're talking about muscle growth. If you have tempo added to those repetitions, let's just say it's a two-second eccentric phase, which means the lowering or the negative phase, and an explosive concentric phase, meaning you're just pulling through rapidly or pressing through rapidly, and then no holds, no isometric holds. So it's just a two-second eccentric phase and a standard concentric phase. We can assume that 10 repetitions is going to take somewhere between 30 and 40 seconds. If you subtract 30 to 40 seconds off of that initial two-minute interval, now we're at a point where we have anywhere from 45 to 60 seconds of rest, and again, that depends on where you fall uh, in that in that window, to rest between sets. Hopefully you're following me in there. So we're simply just re-engineering the time. We're figuring out how many repetitions are we going to perform, how many seconds does it take per rep, and what will that leave us in terms of rest, if we utilize a two-minute interval, a 90-second interval, a 60-second interval, etc., So that's how we re-engineer and break down and utilize interval training concepts in hypertrophy-style training. 
and the same can be done for strength, endurance, and GPP. Now, the intervals are going to obviously need to be adjusted. We're not going to be able to utilize a two-minute interval when we're working on strength because there won't be enough time to adequately recover between sets because the loads are significantly heavier, like 70 to 85% of your max. And in order for those energy systems to be replenished, you need two to five minutes of just rest. So you have to extend the interval. So for strength, instead of a two-minute interval, we might be utilizing three, four, and five-minute intervals, utilizing four to six reps per set and that specific loading that we already discussed. Then on the endurance side of things, we're going to have to use a shorter interval because we need less rest between sets. We really only need about 30 seconds of rest between sets when we're talking about muscular endurance. But we also have a much higher repetition count. So you have to take into account how long is it going to take to complete 15 to 20 repetitions and what will give us 30 seconds of rest between these sets. So we're not just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. There's a lot of math and thought involved in integrating interval training into these various styles of training for, again, hypertrophy, strength, muscular endurance, GPP, etc. Now, the unique part about GPP is that variance is the key to that stimulus. Variance is one of the most important pieces of general physical preparedness. And so not only do you have to do the math and re-engineer the interval to make sure that you have adequate amount of rest between rounds, let's say, because now we're looking at specifically work-to-rest ratios and how that applies to developing aerobic capacity, developing anaerobic threshold. So we're not only looking at time, but we're also looking at what are the different movements and the modalities that are within that session because we need to make sure that we can vary those across the days and across the weeks. So it takes even more thought and effort to construct a GPP-style programming with interval-style training. Now, across the board, it's not going to look the same. Interval training doesn't have to look one specific way. It, it's not always going to be on the minute or on the two minutes. Sometimes it might be every seven minutes for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes, every seven minutes for 21 minutes, every 10 minutes for 30 minutes. It could be a minute of burpees, a minute of squats, a minute of push-ups, followed by a minute of rest. I'm just pulling arbitrary numbers and arbitrary movements, but you get the point. It doesn't need to look the same. It doesn't have to be consistent across all styles of training to still utilize the methods and concepts of interval training. So all of that said, what are the benefits of interval training and why do we believe so firmly that it's the most efficient and effective way to achieve your fitness goals? Number one, the clock preserves the stimulus of the session. Meaning, if you are following the interval that's prescribed and you're completing the prescribed number of repetitions, at the ideal intensity, it's nearly impossible to negatively impact or dilute the stimulus because the clock is governing how much rest you're getting, when the next set needs to be performed. So it is preserving the intended stimulus of the session. 
because if you're not able to complete the number of prescribed reps in that window with the prescribed amount of rest or the ideal amount of rest following each set, you know that it's an incorrect weight, meaning the intensity is not where it needs to be. So it preserves the stimulus of the session. Number two, it's time efficient. How often do you find yourself in the gym, either texting on your phone, talking to a friend, um, just getting yourself set up and getting distracted to the point where instead of being in the gym for 35 to 60 minutes, you are there for 90 to 120 minutes. And now you're training, not only did it take up more of your day, more of your precious time, but the stimulus was completely diluted because you had so much rest between sets or you had so much rest between exercises or your session got cut short because you were talking to someone. And so it is time efficient. It keeps you focused. And then lastly, it's organized. It's incredibly well structured to the point where if you hit start on that clock and you follow the intervals that are prescribed, you don't have an option. You have to obey the clock. You have to follow the clock in order to complete the session as written. So it is just much more organized and structured, which is always beneficial when you're talking about getting the most bang for your buck, having the most efficient and effective style of training. Now, the last thing I wanted to cover here is what interval training is not. So just because we're utilizing interval training does not mean that you can't utilize tempo. It does not mean that you can't lift heavy. Interval training does not mean that you can't implement functional movements. Interval training does not mean that you can't train at various levels of intensity. You can do all of that in the the sphere of interval training. You can accomplish all of those things. Again, it's being creative and being knowledgeable in the process of these training programs to understand how to re-engineer the interval, how to calculate how long it will take to complete each repetition and set, how to ensure that you have a proper work-to-rest ratio to effectively train a specific energy system. All of that comes into play, and when you do that effectively, you can utilize tempo, you can lift heavy, you can implement any style of movement, whether it be functional, isolation style, etc. And you can train at low intensity, moderate intensity, and high intensity. It's all about understanding those larger principles that are at play. And if you're not experienced and you're not educated in this field, of exercise physiology and strength and conditioning, it's really, really hard to do so, which is exactly why you can utilize a coach, a brand, a company like Ballistic Performance or someone else that has invested the time, energy, and effort needed to create progressive, purposeful, and structured programs that are going to move you towards your goal. And at Ballistic Performance, we believe that structure, that purpose, that progression is ideally achieved through interval training. So hopefully that gives you some insight into our unique belief in fitness being that interval training should be utilized in your training 
regardless of your goal, whether it be strength, muscular endurance, hypertrophy, uh, general physical preparedness, interval training is how you can efficiently and effectively move towards those goals. So to wrap things up, if you are interested in seeing exactly how we utilize interval training in our programs, send us a DM on Instagram with the phrase interval training and we will send you a free week of workouts, meaning you will receive access to either our build, which is our aesthetic-based bodybuilding style program, or our move program, which is our GPP style program. And you'll have access to the Train Heroic app where the program is delivered straight to your phone. So if you want a free week of workouts delivered straight to your phone and to develop a better understanding of how we utilize interval training in our programs and how you can spend less time in the gym and spend more time doing the things you love, then send us a DM with the phrase interval training and we will hook you up. Also, if you are a busy professional, which many of you are, and you're looking to have more energy throughout the day, indulge in your favorite foods without guilt, remorse, stress, or anxiety, and feel more comfortable and confident in your clothes, or maybe without, maybe you just want to look better naked, our 90-day group coaching program, Evolve, is open. It is live. You can apply now. You will get weekly live coaching calls, weekly educational videos and assignments, exclusive access to our private Facebook group, and a ton of free eBooks and resources throughout the program. That starts January 3rd. So if that sounds like something that you think, hell yeah, I want that, sign me up. Or if you just want to learn more, you can apply. I'll include the link in the show notes. Or you can head over to our Instagram. It's at ballistic.performance. And you can apply to the link in our bio. Registration will only be open for the next 10 days. So make sure you head over and apply now so you can secure your spot. All right, as always, We appreciate you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in, or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support, and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, We appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.